All right, y'all, welcome to the Scott Horton Show. I'm the director of the Libertarian Institute, editorial director of Antiwar.com, author of the book Fool's Errand, Time to End the War in Afghanistan, and the brand new Enough Already, Time to End the War on Terrorism. And I've recorded more than 5,500 interviews since 2003, almost all on foreign policy and all available for you at scotthorton.org. You can sign up for the podcast feed there. And the full interview archive is also available at youtube.com slash Scott Horton Show. All right, you guys, on the line, I've got Angela McArdle. She's chair of the National Libertarian Party. And I got Nick Branna. He is chair of the National People's Party. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, Scott. Yeah, great to be with you. Okay, good deal. So you guys um, have invited me and I'll be there. February the 19th, it's a Sunday, according to my computer's calendar, um, in Washington, D.C., at the Lincoln Memorial, at the mall, as they call it there, in D.C. Uh, we're holding a huge anti-war rally, Rage Against the War Machine, and all the info is at rageagainstwar.com. Why don't you start, Angela, with telling us where you came up with this idea and uh, what it's all about? Well, Nick and I had been working on a couple of, of different projects together. And, uh, you know, I think it's really important to work on things that you actually agree with and find common ground and just explore issue coalitions. And we discovered that the Libertarian Party and People's Party are both really passionate and uh, staunch advocates of, uh, you know, the anti-war movement and seeking international diplomacy. And so, we were kind of looking around thinking, why isn't anyone else spearheading a massive anti-war rally right now and trying to get the message out about what's going on in Ukraine? And this if this came sort of right on the back of the campaign that the Libertarian Party had done to raise awareness about the war in Yemen and how much it stung that people didn't seem that interested and didn't seem to care. And we thought, you know, how do we make people care? How do we get attention? So we started working on this event together, and uh, it's been it's been really fantastic. All right, Nick. So tell us about the People's Party and your role in this. Yeah, absolutely. So at the People's Party, uh, we really formed as a party in uh, 2021 after the we held a, a big convention uh, with a million people who watched us uh, right after the Democrat Republican parties uh, came very much out of uh, the Bernie. Uh, campaign and watched him turn his back on the anti-war cause. Um, and so we uh, were also thrilled to partner with the Libertarian Party to put on this event and show that, you know, it really isn't uh, left versus right. It's everybody against the military industrial complex. So we are very much looking forward to going to the Lincoln Memorial on you know February 19th and uh, raging against the war machine, this unbelievable war behemoth that now consumes more than half of our discretionary budget in this country, $858 billion going to the military, $110 billion 
additional on top of that going to Ukraine so that we can wage this war that is also essentially liquidating our civil liberties in this country. The first people getting banned from social media are people who are critics of the war always. And now, of course, we know, surprise, surprise, it's the government and the intelligence agencies that run everything that are the ones who are behind that as well. So also taking away our free speech, also sending all of our resources abroad to kill people, more than 100,000 people in this war that's now risking becoming a nuclear third world war. So we need everybody to come out with us and stand with us and rage against the war machine on February 19th. The end of the rally, we're going to be marching to the White House and taking our demands right to Joe Biden. Great. Um, and now, listen, it's just true, too, that I guess as a legacy of Vietnam, that in the imagination of the major media, if the people aren't out in the street, there is no anti-war movement. That's how they define it. So all the Facebook shares in the world are great for getting people educated. But if you want for power to recognize that there's a population out there that's sick and tired of this and wants an end to it, you got to show up. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah, you absolutely need to show up. A lot of people have asked if we're doing satellite events all over the country. And while I really appreciate that interest, what we really need more than anything is to drive people to this event in D.C. That is the, the biggest thing. We're also going to be having some updates soon on our website of bus routes. We have a couple of people who own busing companies who have graciously volunteered to get people to the event if you live within about a four-hour radius. So if you live within four hours of D.C., you're hesitant to make the drive, get in touch with us over the next couple of weeks. Keep checking for updates to see if your major cities on the route. Uh, the, the more requests we, we get for different cities, the more likely we are that we're going to send someone to pick you up. That's great. Busing people in, um, that's really something. You know, I have a radio show on KPFK in L.A., and I was trying to pitch to them, okay, look, it's a few hundred dollar plane ticket, but it'll be worth it. But we are talking about flying 1,500 miles. But, you know, obviously that's a big ask for people out on the West Coast. But for people who are within driving distance and now you're telling them, man, you don't even have to drive. Just, you know, show up at the local parking lot and we'll get you there. That should really help. I sure hope it does. All right. So tell us who all speaking at the thing. Other than me, of course. So we've got you, of course. I don't. I'm not sure anyone is relevant besides you, Scott. But <laughs> <laughs> we've got Jimmy Dore uh, speaking, of course. Uh, we have Garland Nixon. Uh, we've got Medea Benjamin. Uh, I know that uh, we've got also Supreme um, from Wu Tang. Very excited. Um, Dan McAdams. Uh, who we've got joining us as well. Great. Ron and, Paul's uh, right David man. Swanson of World Beyond War. So we've got an awesome lineup, and there's a whole bunch more people who we expect to join us. We'll have speakers at the Lincoln Memorial and at the White House, and we expect it to be uh, uh, a, a, a combination of a rally and a party. And so, because we got to rail against the war machine in ways that we haven't before. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the guy from Wu-Tang is coming. What other celebrities and entertainers do you have? Well, we've got several people who've expressed interest in joining us. Rose McGowan has expressed some interest. Uh, we're going to be reaching out to Lisa Kennedy. Who else have you got on your list, Nick? Yeah, we're inviting uh, MIA, a uh, famous singer, uh, author of uh, Paper Planes. And because she's been super aligned. So we've been, you know, we've been looking what what celebrities 
uh, out there, what, what, especially musicians, singers have been challenging the war machine consistently. And unfortunately it is a short list, you know, uh, MIA is one of them. She's been taking on the CIA. She's been taking on the military industrial complex. Uh, she's been opposed to it all her life. Hey, what about, and so another one is, um, is Roger Waters, Roger Waters. You know, we've, we've invited Roger. Roger, we uh, uh, definitely come out, join us. You know, this is made for you. I spoke at an uh, Action for Assange event with him in New York City uh, a couple months ago. And so um, those are the kinds of folks, you know, there's such a uniformity in Hollywood. There's such a uniformity in Hollywood right now. But we need people like that who have that perspective and who have the courage to speak out to come join us at the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Yeah, you need people who are firm enough in their convictions that they care more about their convictions than they care about the Democratic Party and fitting in with the consensus right now. And you absolutely. Know, of course, exactly. Yeah. The liberal consensus is they love war. So we need the leftists. And so speaking of which, what about immortal technique? Oh, I'd love to invite him out. I think he'd be a fantastic voice for this event. Yeah, that's agreed. A, that's he would be one, amazing. Um, I'm actually, uh, uh, I've, I've been in touch with him. So okay, I great. think that would be fantastic. Great. All right. And look, you mentioned David Swanson there. I mean, this guy, speaking of anti-war leftists, I mean, this guy wrote a book against World War II, which is almost unheard of from the left. But he knows that much about it and is that deep in his conviction against war. I've known the guy for 20-something years. He never stopped fighting for a single day this whole time. He's been great. So I'm really thrilled to see that he's joining us as well. Same here. Yeah, David has been uh, an amazing, of course, activist uh, as far as taking on the war machine for so long, I know. Uh, we're going to join him on his radio program, actually, in a couple of weeks. So very much looking forward to that. He's been promoting the action to uh, his whole uh, network. And so uh, we're very grateful and, and happy to have him uh, come and speak. That's great. Yeah, we've had a lot of support, and uh, we really appreciate that. And we're starting to build a, a lot of momentum and support in the libertarian movement as well. Clint Russell of Liberty Lockdown had us on recently. Uh, we've asked him to get out. He's interested in coming. Some of the people from Gays Against Groomers are, are interested in coming. We've got some some veterans, veterans and gays against groomers who are very interested in our events. So we are really finding out that there are, there are actually a lot of people who are really pissed off about this war. We just need to prompt people and give them a place where they can make their voice known. Yeah. Well, folks, sad to say they lied us into war. All of them. World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq War One, Serbia, Afghanistan, Iraq War Two, Libya, Syria, Yemen, all of them. But now you can get the ebook, All the War Lies, by me for free. Just sign up for the email list at the bottom of the page at scotthorton.org or go to scotthorton.org slash subscribe. Get All the War Lies by me for free. And then you'll never have to believe them again. Hey, y'all, Scott here. Let me tell you about Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, Inc. Who knew? Artificial bank credit expansion leads to price inflation and terribly distorted markets. If you've got any savings left at all, you need to protect them. You need to put some, at least, into precious metals. Well, Roberts and Roberts can set you up with the best deals on silver, gold, platinum, and palladium. And they've been doing this since 1977. Hey, if you just need some sound advice about sound money, they're there for you, too. Call Tim Fry and the guys at 
800-874-9760. That's 800-874-9760. Or check them out at rrbi.co. That's rrbi.co. You'll be glad you did. Well, and this goes to at least one theory of what we can do with this Libertarian Party now that the Libertarian movement runs it. You know, I mean, I know there's always electoral business to be done too, but kind of in the off seasons, I think we have this single issue coalition of however many tens of thousands of members and followers that we have that we could just switch off from one thing to another. We could be the biggest anti-war group in America. And then the next month we could be the biggest pro-gun rights group in America. And in the time after that would be for, um, you know, repealing all the tariffs or whatever it is, uh, whatever's the issue. And so if we can mobilize people, we got an email list with however many tens of thousands on it. This should be a huge opportunity not just to stop a war, but also just to make a name for what the Libertarian Party is now. You know, 20 Absolutely. years ago, they wouldn't speak out against the war in Iraq if you poked them with a hot stick. But now we're at the forefront of the anti-interventionist movement, which is where the Libertarian Party belongs. And so, but we need our membership to show up. And just like I was saying with the Yemen thing, we do this for a little while, then we do something else. That's fine. There are red flag laws they're going to try to pass all across this country in the next year. We can all come together on a state-by-state -state basis to try to stop that legislation in the same way that we're all coming together to do this thing now with the People's Party and these other leftists to uh, put on this anti-war show. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I'd like to partner uh, maybe with the People's Party again in the future on would be to end the drug war. I think that is something yes. that we'll be able to unite again on. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of issues that people who are politically motivated, who are perceived as being on the left and the right, really agree on. But really what it is, is that we're, we're outside of those paradigms and we really do want to put, you know, human flourishing and prosperity first. And sometimes we have different ideas about how we achieve that. But when we try to operate from a values-based perspective, we usually do a pretty good job of finding common ground. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing, the single issue coalition, right? Where regardless of what we disagree on, we agree on this together this month, this week. And um, if we find ourselves on the opposite side of another argument later, fine. But this is the most important thing in the world. I mean, as yeah. you said earlier, Nick, they're risking nuclear war now for a country that most Americans couldn't find on a map if you gave them all day. So exactly. It's a, it's it's terrifying. You have and this isn't just us as commentators saying that we're taking this directly from the people who are the most involved in prosecuting this war. Jen Stoltenberg said last month that he fears that this is going to become a direct war between the United States, NATO and Russia in in Ukraine. And so that that means a nuclear war. You have David Petraeus, you know, the CIA's errand boy uh, going on the Sunday shows and talking about how he, uh, the CIA, and he's entertaining this kind of coalition of the willing that will invade Ukraine from the West and bolster their forces, possibly Polish, Romanian, and American forces, and whom, whatever NATO, whatever other NATO country you're talking about. So then you're talking about direct fire and conflict 
between NATO forces and Russian forces in Ukraine because they know that Ukraine is going to lose this war. And so that's why you see this increasingly desperate series of provocations coming from the Zelensky regime, uh, this attack, uh, this missile that fell in Poland, which is almost certainly um, something that was done intentionally as a way to try to draw Poland and NATO into the war. Zelensky saying before that he believes that there should be preemptive nuclear strikes against Russia. This missile that now uh, was intercepted by Belarus's air defense. These strikes from Ukraine deep into mainland Russia against nuclear air bases that are 150 miles from Moscow. I mean, the degree to which this regime in Ukraine is going is they really have no limits. They will do anything to try to turn this into a world war and a nuclear war. And so we have to stand up in our own governments. There's a uh, sister rally happening, a partner rally happening in London, the No to NATO, uh, No to War rally. It's happening on the 25th. And so we're making this, that's George Galloway, the Workers' Party in Britain. And so we're making this an international week of action. They're completely Great. for that. MEPs, Claire Daly uh, and Mick Wallace are completely on board, looking to spread it to other European countries. So we're looking to have an international week of rebellion against NATO, against the war machine, because those are the people who are driving us to the edge. And when Ukraine loses, which it inevitably will, then the neocons are going to face a decision. Do we send in that coalition of the willing, start a nuclear World War III, or do we accept that this is a world, a multipolar world with other rising powers? And it's up to us in London, in Washington, D.C., the United States, the U.K., the main countries that are preventing any kind of agreement from being reached, having sabotaged the peace deal in March between Russia and Ukraine that could have ended it right after it started. It's up to us, the people in this country, to say we're done with this war and we're done with this war machine because otherwise the neocons that run this country and the military industrial deep state, they will take this right up as far as we will let them right up to oblivion. Yeah. All right, Angela. So what about right wingers, man? You know, Darren J. Beattie at Revolver, not only is he good on Eastern Europe, but he's not even a hawk on China, as you might expect a populist right wing MAGA type character to be. And, you know, I just saw his tweet that John Bolton is now officially announcing that he is running for president. So the battle Ugh. lines are drawn on uh. the right. The MAGA guys Ugh. hate John Bolton and everything he stands for. <laughs> it seems like this is our chance to get them on the stage with Code Pink and say no hard feelings from Iraq war days. Let's do the right thing together here. With the libertarians kind of leading the reconciliation of the populist left and right around this most important issue. What do you think? Well, we would invite everyone out to the rally. Um, absolutely. We'd love to chat with anybody who is a Republican or a Democrat. You know, Republicans are not excluded, certainly from attending our event. Uh, we want this to be a real unifying thing, even though it's become very polarizing in the country. Um, and we need voices like that to to reach out to other right wingers as well and, and let them know, like, you know, it's OK to speak out against this stuff for crying out loud. Even Kevin McCarthy was calling the war in Ukraine into question, saying he didn't think we should financially support it. So, like, you can't be beat by Kevin McCarthy. That's just embarrassing. There you go. Um, good. So uh, and we still have some time, too. It's just the beginning of January. So 
I think that's that's the issue. And and can we get MAGA guys and and leftists to show up and not just consider each other Proud Boys and Antifa and start fist fighting, but realize that no, in fact, we're not Proud Boys and Antifa. We're just Americans who want an end to this war. And we can get along and be friends together. And and maybe that's the example that when the issue is so important, people can put aside their differences for it. Absolutely. You know? can we prove because that? None of that matters if we're all facing nuclear winter. No one's going to care about your party registration at that point. No one cares. We and just one need the, to get past this. One of the great ironies of this time, uh, Scott, is that there are more people on the right, more in the MAGA movement, who actually understand than there is on the left, who understand that there is a deep state and that it runs this country because they they have confronted it. Uh, to a degree which the left has not in recent years, and that is because of the opposition to Donald Trump um, that you saw from the State Department and from the establishment Republicans and, of course, the establishment Democrats. And so that's something that is really interesting, uh, a really interesting difference between now and the Iraq War and the Vietnam War, especially the Vietnam War where you had, of course, hundreds of thousands of people come out uh, May Day 1971 uh, to protest that war, but where it was primarily the left uh, that was coming out and opposing the war. Now you have the left and the right and everybody across the country, across the political spectrum, who sees through this kind of deep state that's really controlling the country and which we're opposing, which we want to abolish at Rage Against the War Machine. And so there's the potential to bring out a much wider coalition, a much wider group of people. All right. So back to business. Angela, give us the pitch. Get people to show up, tell them where they can get the information, tell them how they can help to coordinate other groups that they're involved in to get them involved and catch the bus and all the things they need to know to get us there. February the 19th at the Lincoln Memorial. You can find out more and reach out to us at rageagainstwar.com. Uh, definitely get in touch if you're interested in attending and you're trying to find a way to get there. We'll get you in touch with someone who will help get you there. Um, we'll get you on the bus route. We definitely still need donations. We've been fundraising and it's going really well. So please contribute, especially if you can't attend in person. This is one way that you can support the event. It helps us to make sure that we get a really quality stage, uh, sound system and all of that. This is not a small time event. This is a huge, huge event. And so we need a lot of support. You can also see our list of demands at rageagainstwar.com. Let me run through them real quick. Not one more penny for war in Ukraine, negotiate peace, stop the war inflation, disband NATO, global nuclear de-escalation, slash the Pentagon budget, abolish the CIA and military industrial deep state, abolish war and empire, restore civil liberties, and free Julian Assange. Sounds good to me. All right. Any last thing to add here, Nick, before we go? Come out and join us because... We are putting our demands at the level of the crisis that is necessary. And so come out, rock with us against the war machine, February 19th, Lincoln Memorial. We'll see you there. All right. I'm really excited about this. Um, I am very grateful that you guys have invited me to speak. And I think it's going to be great. I think there's going to be a great turnout. I'm really looking forward to this and, and really the example that this sets about the possibilities of a new realignment in America where you know, people understand that the terms left and right are so outdated in so many ways. And it really should just be 
the war party versus everybody else, right? The Democratic Republicans versus the agents of foreign powers and banks and arms dealers who've seized control of our state. Simple as that. The people versus the power. That's how it should be. And you guys are doing such a great job of setting that example. So everyone, uh, please go and check out RageAgainstWar.com. And we will see you in D.C. on February the 19th. Thank you both, Angela and Nick. Amen. Thanks, Scott. The Scott Horton Show, Anti-War Radio, can be heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in L.A. APSRadio.com Antiwar.com ScottHorton.org and libertarianinstitute.org.